No more photo sharing on Instagram? Really? Well, no, actually. That's not what was said, but changes are a coming. So here's what you need to know. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Podcast. I'm currently sat here cooking away in the UK in this amazing heat wave that we're getting. Uh, I know we're going to miss it when it goes away, but it doesn't stop us Brits complaining about it being too hot when normally we're complaining about it being too cold. But anyway, today we're talking about what the devil is going on over at Instagram right now and how the changes that they are talking about are actually going to affect you. But before we get into that, one of the most asked questions that I get asked all the time, that gets asked in my group, Beauty Business Hackers, and that get asked in the other beauty industry uh, and networking groups online is, what's the best software that I should be using in my beauty business? And now it's no secret that, well, it's no secret that my main answer to this is, well, it depends. And that's entirely true, but that tends to frustrate people when I say that. But then more recently, I've been doing a lot of work, as you probably know, with Timely. They're a huge supporter of this show. They're a sponsor of this show, in fact. And that's because I'm a huge fan of their software. Um, But there are indeed a lot of different software systems out there. So how do you know which one is actually right for you? Well, As we know, I think Timely should absolutely be on your list to evaluate if you're either looking at making the leap to using uh, management software for your spa or looking to upgrade to something a little bit better than whatever you're using now. But that's easy for me to say. So what I've decided to do is we're going to hold a a webinar, a training session, a workshop, if you like, um, around Timely, but not just showing you what Timely looks like. We're going to be showing you all the things that I love about Timely that make it stand out from the crowd and that, quite frankly, make the difference between it being a cost to your business, i.e. something that you are paying for, or a true investment, something that actually, yes, you spend money on, but it returns that money time and time and time again. And I truly believe it will because not only will it save you time and streamline your business, but it will actually help you save money and bring more money in as well. And those are the things that I want to focus on in this workshop that we're going to be holding together. So I invite you cordially to join me, us. uh, So it's going to be me and a few people from the Timely team as well to kind of go through these things and explain how it's going to actually help you in your business. I think it's really going to change your mind about 
software in general, but particularly about how, how Timely can help you. Uh, now, it's going to be very kind of cordial. You can ask any questions you want. Nothing is off the table. Uh, we want this to be a kind of a, a fun exploration of you know, what you can do with software in your business. Now, to find out more about this and to get yourself registered, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash software. Okay, the details you need are there. You can register. I'd love you to come and join us. It's going to be a live discussion. Uh, it's going to be very much kind of back and forth like the stuff that you know that I do. Um, it's going to be great. So I hope you'll join us. Obviously, there's no obligation at all. But what I will tell you, I'll let you in on a little secret um, that should kind of get you quite excited, is that on this workshop, Timely are going to offer, as far as I know, the best deal I've ever seen them offer. So, uh, and it's only going to be available to people if they're registered and come along and join in. So if you are kind of even slightly thinking about looking at new software, it's on your radar at all, then I definitely think you should come along because honestly, the deal that they're going to be offering, you don't want to miss out on. Okay, cool. That's all I'm going to say about that. Not even sure if I'm supposed to tell you about that, but anyway, cool. Okay. So, uh, back to today's episode then. Now, reason we're talking about Instagram, we seem to be talking about Instagram quite a lot at the moment, but it is definitely the go-to platform for our industry. It's certainly the, um, the biggest method of reach easily that can bring clients to you. But there was a little bit of a storm caused on the internet the other day when the boss of Instagram, a chap called Adam Mazzeri or Mosseri, I'm not entirely sure how you pronounce it. Um, he went uh, online or did an interview or something. And he basically said that Instagram is no longer just a, a square photo sharing app, which is kind of still what people think when they think about Instagram. Now, uh, there were a few a few titles out there that went, what, they're going to stop you sharing photos on Instagram? Well, that's not entirely what he said, is it? He said they're no longer just a square photo sharing app. But actually, this isn't news at all. You know, it's pretty obvious to anyone with a pulse and an Instagram account that this has actually been the case for quite a while now. You know, they've got videos on there. Uh, they've got stories, Instagram TV. Now there's reels and guides as well. Um, they've all been part of the Instagram ecosystem now for, for a bit. The only thing is, maybe you've been ignoring those other things because you've still been using it as a standard square photo sharing app. And I think that's more what Adam Mazzeri wanted to highlight, that it's not just about that. In fact, if you only do that, you're going to be missing out. Now, when it comes to Reels then, does that mean that you're going to have to start doing loads of silly dances? pointing at word bubbles and things like that that just make you feel a bit weird. Well, no, it's not for a start. But what it does mean is you're going to be missing out on more engagement, more reach, and the ultimate result of those when it comes to social, which is going to be more clients. So essentially, if you're only using that one part of Instagram, Instagram is essentially going to not penalize you as much, but it's not going to share your stuff with as many people. And that's really the point of what he wanted to say. Because what has become clear very much so, is that Instagram is now rewarding you for using all the different bits of the platform. So if you embrace all of the non-photo square sharing elements, you're going to grow your followers numbers quicker. You're going to generate more interest. You're going to get more reach and you're going to get more clients faster. So if that's the case, then what should you actually be doing? Well, again, according to Instagram, they suggest you should be doing three feed posts eight to 10 stories and four to seven reels 
maybe one to three Instagram TVs a week. And why not throw an Instagram live in there for good measure as well? That's actually the recommended usage level of Instagram according to Instagram and according to a leaked memo that was leaked a few weeks ago if you want the maximum benefit. Now, I don't know about you, but when anyone else hears leaked memo these days, don't you just hear marketing slash PR stunt? I think so. No, you don't have to give up on sleep because you've got to do all these different things on Instagram. That was just something that they released potentially, maybe, I don't know, to get people talking about all the different elements. I mean, it's funny that in a leaked memo, week before Adam Mazzari was about to talk about it not being a photo sharing app anymore only, it's really weird that that memo was leaked with those suggestions in there, specifically referring to all the different parts of Instagram. Hmm, weird, isn't it? Anyway, you don't have to give up on sleep. You can absolutely use all these elements without it taking over your life. So what should you be doing with your Insta account? Well, few steps you can take. Number one, have a content plan. You know, and anyone knows now that ad hoc Instagramming for your business is going to drive you insane. You know, the only way that you can stay calm and get results is to have a bit of a plan and then stick to it. You know, post one quality post or one quality reel on purpose that your followers are actually going to like way better than kind of three to five really random, nothing to do with what you do, off the cuff, thought of that morning, crappy ones. Yeah. Now, step two, you can use as many different elements of Instagram as you can. Okay. Not all of them. You don't have to use all of them, but the more you can use, the better you're going to be. So for example, you could post to your feed. You could post one video, one photo in a week. That's not hard. Okay. You can post a couple of stories a day not too hard either. 15 second videos, just kind of remind yourself occasionally to get into the habit of doing that just as you go through your day. Things that you're already doing, you know, share the stuff that you're doing through the day. That is what stories are for. It's very much the behind the scenes element. Okay. That's doable. How about one reel a week? Okay. One Instagram reel starting to get a bit uncomfortable now. It's not too hard. If you think about it, you could actually just pick, and I've said this many, many times, you know, look at the stuff you've already got. What have you already created uh, in terms of some sort of content before? It could be the frequently asked questions on your website. It could be the top three questions you get asked about skin. Remember, your reels are only 15 to 30 seconds long, so you can't overthink them and you can't actually do too much in them. So focus in on one thing and just, you know, to camera, talk about that that you're doing. And if you do those things right there, you're using four to six of the main things that you can do with Instagram get comfy with these. And then, you know, once these become normal to you, maybe do an Instagram live or something like that. It's all about doing what you can and then adding more to it once those other things become comfortable. Think about it. Five years ago, would you have kind of felt comfortable doing the the social posting uh, that you're doing with your photo sharing at the moment? Yeah. And step three, when you find something that works, keep doing it until it doesn't. You know, consistency yes, might be a little bit dull, but you didn't sign up to be a full-time social media worker, did you? So when you find your rhythm, when you find something that works and you can fit into your uh, weekly schedule easily, just stick to it and keep doing it. And remember, when I say what works means Yes, it generates follower numbers and all those kind of things, but it actually turns into clients as well. Just having more followers are just vanity metrics, okay? They're not necessarily going to be clients, which is why doing silly dances 
I'm sorry, but doing silly dances and things like that might get you more followers, but unless you're a dance teacher, it's unlikely to get you particularly many more clients, right? So on that subject then, you want to use reels, you want to increase your reach, but you don't want to do the silly pointing and dancing and bubbles and all that kind of thing. But the good news is you don't have to, you know? What you need to do is think of reels like Instagram's answer to TikTok, okay? Think of it more like 15 to 30 second adverts for what it is that you do. You can start off small by creating a simple, you know, talking head clip, you literally talking to the camera. You don't need clever transitions. You don't need flashy intros or, you know, a a Pinterest perfect backdrop or anything like that. Sometimes actually, and this is why Reels was created, sometimes it's easier just to keep it simple because then people focus on the point you're trying to get across. So keep it simple by, you know, sharing uh, a tip, you know, try to make it actionable for your followers if you want. Um, Add a bit of text right at the start so that as they kind of glance at it, they can see exactly what you're going to talk about. Um, Also think of it a little bit like uh, YouTube. If you can make the text that you put at the beginning, kind of the question you're about to answer. So for example, um, three ways to improve your nighttime cleansing routine, something like that, you know, then people see exactly what it is that's grabbed their attention. It's easy for them to read and then they can watch the actual reel to see some more. Okay. Um, if you want to show off, you can add a bit of music in the background. That's really easy to do on reels as well, but make sure that they can hear you clearly rather than the music because then it's just distracting and it might actually take away from what you're trying to do. Now, then once you've popped your reels cherry, as it were, and you realized, you know, that the world didn't end and it actually wasn't that bad, what you can do is expand upon that quick tip and make maybe a mini tutorial. Okay. Remember you've only got 30 seconds max, so you've got to keep it short and sweet. Okay. I find the best way to do this. If you're kind of, if you're like me and you need to plan it out a little bit, you know, what you can do is stick, keep to like four sentences, anything more than that. And you're going to kind of go over time. So it's real art, but you need to really pick one thing and kind of get it down into just a few sentences as much as you can. Then once you get comfortable-ish with doing a couple of reels, you can do a get to know me reel. You know, keep it again, really simple and quick. Stick with, you know, your name, where you're from, what you do, what you offer, maybe a fun fact about you, and maybe share a tiny story about what it is that you do. And, you know, if you can keep it short, maybe share a story about why you do what it is that you do. You know, how did you get into that in the first place? These kind of things are what people want to see from from reels. Okay. They're a little bit like stories. They're the behind the scenes stuff, just a tiny bit more thought out than stories, maybe a bit more planned. But now, you know, you've got three real ideas you could use and you could do easily today. Ah, but maybe you don't like your face being on camera. Hmm. Does that mean you're screwed? Does that mean that you have to miss out on using reels and all the wonderful reach that can come with it? Well, how about I give you some ideas of how you can do some reels without your face being on the camera? Hmm. So if that's your problem, if you don't like your face being on camera and therefore think you can't use reels, I decided to have a little flick through the Instagram guide on reels, looking for where it says that you have to use your face on there. And you know what? Couldn't find it in there anywhere. You don't need to be in your reel 
for it to get you that all-important reach. It's more about the fact that you're creating reels and that they're at least somewhat engaging and useful to your clients than it is that you're creating reels that you are in. Now, the great thing about the beauty industry is that so much of what you do is visual. You know, it takes place in a very specific environment that often can be instantly connected to your treatments and your services. So how about creating a reel of where you do your work, of, you know, a how-to tip or a tutorial. For the most part, you know, given that you've only got a maximum of 30 seconds, it's probably going to work best if your face isn't on there and isn't burning time. Show the stuff that you're talking about first. Now, I used to suggest to my clients that the first Facebook Live, you know, remember when they were a new thing, um, when they got into doing Facebook Lives, because again, that was something that Facebook was pushing at the time, you know, you could do a simple virtual tour of your salon or clinic starting just outside the main entrance. And the reason I said this was, A, you didn't have to be on it. You could literally just be holding your phone and kind of uh, using it as, as your view and kind of walking people around your salon. But, you know, talking over the top to explain what it was. And the great thing about this is because non-clients who obviously we're trying to use quite social media quite a lot to bring into our businesses non-clients don't always know what to expect on the other side of your front door. And that can be quite daunting. So by doing a virtual show round, it's immediately removing that. They can watch that online. They can see exactly what's going on. And that lowers that barrier for them potentially coming into you. Plus it highlights to existing clients as well, all the other things that you do, because I know for a fact, a lot of beauty businesses don't share the other treatments that they do or the other services they have or the other areas of their business, a lot of their clients only come in for the thing they come in for and don't realize a lot of the time, maybe what else that you offer. So here's a crazy idea. You could do this today. You could do a 30 second virtual show round reel of your business. Wouldn't take you long. In fact, it'll probably take you about 30 seconds. So all you need to do is either talk over the top to explain what you're showing, or if you don't want to talk over the top, just use music and then some text on the screen showing you exactly, you know, what bit you're actually in at the moment and things like that. So people can get to know your business and what happens when they walk through the door. You could even go and do that as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. And when you do, tag me in it. I'd love to see what you are doing and what you're up to. So if I've piqued your interest on doing reels and, you know, reels is only one element of Instagram. Obviously, you've got stories as well, but my feeling is that most people have kind of got the hang a little bit of doing stories and reels is kind of that that next frontier, that next thing that people really want to use, but are really kind of holding back on. So now you've done either a quick talking head reel or a show round of your business. I'm guessing if like what happened to me, you start to see the amount of reach that your reels get, kind of get hungry for a little bit more. So here's a few more ideas of some reels that you can put together. Okay. First of all, save yourself a bunch of time by reelsifying. I don't even know if that is a word, but by basically turning uh, your existing stuff into reels. So if you've written any blog posts, if you've written any articles, your frequently asked questions, the main elements of your website, you know, turn those into simple reels. Okay. Again, you can either speak to them to camera or you can just record your screen and talk about them. That's, you know, still a video, still real, still going to get into action. You know, if you've not got a frequently asked questions page, then what are the top three to five questions that your clients ask you most often? Okay, turn that into a reel, turn it into a couple of reels, and then turn it into a frequently asked question page on your website. Why not? 
Um, read your favorite client review of the week. That'd be a good one. That does two things. One, it creates a reel for you. You can turn that into a little thing on the video so you can or can't be on the, the video with your face, depending on how you want to do that. And it also highlights the reviews that you're getting from your clients, which is always good social proof to share with other people as well. Next up, you could bust the biggest myth about whatever it is that you do. So what do people believe about massage or skincare or lash extensions or nails or uh, permanent makeup or all these different kind of things? What's the biggest myth that you hear all the time that you can bust in a reel? That's another great one to do as well. You can also make it really personal by sharing how you look after your own self-care, you know, how you look after your lashes, your skin, your health, how you do your own waxing, be careful with that one, uh, related to whatever it is that you do in your business. You know, take people behind the scenes and show them how you get set up for the day or how you set up for a particular treatment. Um, loads and loads of ideas out there. And probably one of the best things is just to go and have spend a bit of time nosing around reels. Avoid the ones that are people dancing. You know, that's not relevant to you unless you are a dancer, unless that's something you want to do. But avoid those and just see what other people are doing in not necessarily in the beauty industry, but in other businesses where they're clearly using reels for their business and sharing the stuff that it is that they do. Now, this might be a very good time to mention that we've been updating and improving our very own social simplifier, our very own tool, which is designed to make using social media, particularly Instagram, much easier, much less time consuming in your own business. Okay. It's been something that we've had for a couple of years now. It's something that we designed to help basically save people time, but given that people are using it more and more, and given that there's more and more of social media to use now, we've decided to expand it and make it even better. So you still get the calendar of post ideas, of hashtags, of awareness days, of all these different things to save you time if you're struggling to come up with ideas. But now we've improved it because we're including templates, templates for stories, templates for reels, and also done for you captions as well, where we've come up with the idea based on something that's happening this month. So it's relevant to your business. All you need to do is fill in the blanks in there with the personal bits for you. And you've Hey Presto, got at least four posts with images and everything to go with them. Okay, so that's something that we're doing and we're keeping the price exactly the same. It's just going to cost £15 a month, uh, which is ludicrous, about $20. Or, because we're really insane, we're including it within my membership. Yes, if you didn't know already, I have a membership program where I share my courses. There's a little bit of coaching in there. We do co-working sessions, but we're including the social simplifier as well. And you can get the social simplifier and the membership and all the stuff in there for as little as £32 a month, which is about just under $50, I think. All you need to do if you want to check that out, if you want to make your own social media life easier and you want to check out the simplifier, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash social. And if you want to check out the membership, just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash membership. And all the information and the links to sign up are on those pages. So like I said, once you start using the different parts of Instagram, you'll start to see bigger reach. Now, that bigger reach might come on the actual reel that you're doing. That bigger reach might then trickle through into more followers and comments on your post feed. But your point, remember all the time, is to be engaging your followers 
to convert them into clients. So make sure you've always got a strategy for the post that you're putting out there. Okay. So remember, anything that you're doing on Instagram is designed to do three things. First of all, create a deeper connection with your existing followers. You know, this strengthens the connection with your clients, moves your potential clients further along that route to becoming actual clients. Number two, it increases your reach and gives you that exposure to more people. So more and more people check out your account and they follow you, you know? And number three, it keeps the old Insta algorithm happy. So Instagram shows more of your posts, more of your stories, more of your reels to more people, thus further increasing your reach, thus further getting you more followers, thus more people coming in at kind of the top of your, if you like, sales funnel that is the social media machine that you can take people through, help them understand what it is you do, how you can help them turn them into clients. So what I'd love you to do from this podcast, I'd love you to kind of embrace using another element of Instagram. I know we've talked about Reels quite a lot today because that's kind of like I've said, I feel that's the next kind of frontier that people need to kind of really break through on Instagram. Um, So what I want you to do is challenge yourself to create one Reel a week for the next month. Okay, so four Reels in total, one a week for the next month. Okay, start by just checking out what other Reels are on Instagram uh, for people who are using it for their business. And see what people are doing. Use that to come up with ideas. We've given you easily four to 10 on this podcast. So you can pick any of those and go ahead and do those. And when you do a reel, I want you to tag me into it as well, because I'd love to see what people are actually doing. Okay. Don't forget to interact with people, but also don't forget that it's about clients and not just follower numbers as well. That's all for me from this week. And I'll be back next week again, where we're going to be talking about something that has been affecting more and more beauty business owners even more than usual. And I think it's because of the situation coming back after so many months off and it's trickling through and it's creating bigger problems and we need to get this sorted out. So we're going to be talking about that next week on the show. I'll be back then. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing, or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten, and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 